Strawberry Pop-Tarts. What would you say is the main ingredient in strawberry Pop-Tarts? Would you be surprised to learn that you're wrong? In fact, it's not even the main fruit ingredient. Hi, I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, there is a lawsuit brought by um, an attorney who apparently likes to file these kinds of lawsuits, a Great Neck New York-based lawyer named Spencer Sheehan, who is taking aim at Kellogg's because the strawberry frosted Pop-Tart, which is, by the way, a whole grain strawberry frosted Pop-Tart, actually has less strawberries than apples and pears, which are not even kind of prominent on the label. So he's filing suit and claiming damages of $5 million with Kellogg for truth in advertising, or rather fraudulent advertising, that these are strawberry Pop-Tarts. Now, he's saying, hey, he likes the taste of them. He just thinks that Kellogg should be honest about what they put on their label. Um, Bill Whittle, this uh, struck a chord with me primarily because um, at one point in my life, I actually had to go to like a Pop-Tart withdrawal support group. Um, it was a grueling- I can relate, like, brother. I was in a 30-day I'm, I'm, rehab I'm program. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Yeah, I got the DTs from pulling away from that frosting. Um And I just think it's fascinating that, first of all, that Pop-Tarts have survived, Uh, not only survived, but thrive. Pop-Tarts are selling better today than ever, despite the fact that everybody's so, you know, perplexed about wheat and gluten and sugar and, you know, all the the things that make life beautiful. Um, But what do you think of this guy challenging Kellogg and saying, look, if you're going to call them strawberry Pop-Tarts, at least the number one fruit in them should be strawberries. Well, as with all the great philosophical uh, questions of the age, this one's got uh, two sides to it. So let's examine them one by one. First of all, uh, any, any, all real Americans love Pop-Tarts and, and will not tolerate a bagel. They all understand <laughs> the power of the Pop-Tart. Uh, now, on one hand, here are my expectations for a strawberry Pop-Tart. Is it light red in color, anywhere from pinkish to a somewhat red? Is it reddish in color? And more importantly, does it taste like strawberries, more or less? If the answers to both of those things are yes, then I say you are succeeded in your Pop-Tart mission, sir. Now, the only counterbalance to this argument is, as all true Americans, I am deeply concerned with maintaining the readiness and the qualiness of our Pop-Tarts you know, inventory. And I don't want to see any degradation of the of the Pop-Tart standard. So on some level, I I can appreciate what this guy is doing is maybe it's a, a if you look at it as kind of a, a, a brushback pitch, you know, to make it clear to Kellogg that that the, the Pop-Tart standards must be maintained and and that's important. But I don't I don't see a I don't I don't really see a pop top Pop-Tart gap here uh, or any other national emergency that we have to worry about. As far as I'm concerned, if it's pink and tastes like strawberries, that's a strawberry Pop-Tart. And anybody who takes issue with that is probably a a communist. (laughs) 
<laughs> Stephen Green, a couple of years ago, um, Subway, the sandwich uh, franchise chain, um, actually lost a case before the Supreme Court of Ireland uh, because uh, they were told that they could not call the rolls uh, that they use for their sandwiches bread because under a 1972 value-added tax act, uh, it is a requirement that sugar can make up no more than 10% of the weight of the flour to in to be called bread, I suppose. Otherwise, 2%. it must be called scones or something. 2%, two, two, two you said 10%. I'm sorry, 2%, but the, the, 2%. Subway, the Subway bread actually contained 10%. So um, this this idea that people need to know every minute fraction of of what is in their food is a relatively recent vintage, I think. I mean, people were always concerned that they would be eating good things. But I don't remember as a child, uh, my grandmother going to the supermarket and scrutinizing the labels. In fact, what she would do is she would buy the trusted brand. You know, she just knew that this brand was good and she would buy the trusted brand. Steve, do you think that strawberry Pop-Tarts need to be renamed like fruit medley Pop-Tarts? <laughs> it's just awful. I love strawberry Pop-Tarts. I love Pop-Tarts, but they've got to be strawberry. Look, there's there's a test for Pop-Tarts. Number one, it has to come in the little Mylar foil. If it, it doesn't come in that, it's not a Pop-Tart. Don't eat it. Number Agreed. two... It has to be made of a pastry-like substance of some kind. Uh, number three, it has to be frosted. If there's no frosting, mm. again, not a Pop-Tart. I know they make them without frosting. I'm sorry, those aren't Pop-Tarts. That's not a Pop-Tart. Number four, I think we're up to, the frosting has to have those little sprinkle schmears in it. It has to look a little bit like a birthday cake. And the inside of the Pop-Tart must be filled with some strawberry-adjacent kind of goo. That's it. It's a five-part test for the Pop-Tart. And as they are sold and marketed today, that it, it, they pass all five tests. I'm just fine. I don't need a lawsuit defending me. If I were a judge, actually, you know, we need a reform of the legal system for these for these silly lawsuits. Nobody suffered five million dollars worth of damages <laughs> because there's apple in the strawberry pop tart. So, when a when a case like this comes before the judge, here we've got another uh, two part test. The judge will ask, "Do you eat the pop tarts?" And if the defendant says no, then uh, the case is thrown out right then because you've suffered no damages whatsoever. If the if the defendant or if the uh, the person filing a lawsuit says yes, the judge then asks, "Well, did you enjoy them, and were you capable of reading the the ingredients on the back of the box?" And if the person filing the lawsuit answers yes to both of those things, then once again, the case is dismissed. You bought them, you liked them, shut up, get out of my courtroom. Then, you know what, we need to ask the lawyer. The, the, the lawyer then needs to be asked by the judge, did you know these things before you agreed to take this suit and bring it into my courtroom? And if the lawyer answers yes, he will then be beaten to a pulp by the bailiff. That uh, Mr. Chairman, point of personal privilege. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I would like to propose an addendum to pr provide a sixth standard of, of the definition of a oh, Pop-Tart. My, my strong feeling on this, and, I, and, I, and this is the hill I'm going to stand and die on, is that in order for it to be a Pop-Tart, it has to taste as good cold as it does coming out of the toaster. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. I don't Agreed. speak often, but when I do, it's important. That's, that's always the debate. 
when you have a Pop-Tart is like, because you know it's going to be great if it if you put it in the toaster, but you also know that it's, it's like be great unsurpassed if you delicious if you don't put it in the toaster. Yeah. And you always have that kind of moral quandary oh. that you have to resolve. Also, I'd like to throw in just one other thing, just sort of a random observation. If you save a corner or an edge piece for your last bite and get the uh, the 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 filling to pastry ratio all thrown off, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You got to save a bite out of the middle with the proper frosting pastry yeah. filling ratio. Absolutely, you, the, pop tarts are for free people, and 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 it's not a food for slaves. You you have a certain responsibility that comes with opening that envelope. And Steve's absolutely right. If you find yourself out there where you got nothing but crust and no more filling and no more frosting, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, that's right. You just go back to Russia. The Just to make it clear, boys and girls, on a Pop-Tart, the bezel is the handle. You hold the Ooh. bezel of the Pop-Tart <laughs> so that you can eat the strawberry goodness. Um, if, by the I way, Steve, your, your case has already been adjudicated. Uh, the attorney, Spencer Sheehan, uh, says that, in fact, he likes Pop-Tarts. They taste good. So <laughs> Case closed. He, he, Get out of my courtroom. Judge Judy would have him out of there. Uh, and by the way, uh, uh, one wag uh, from uh, on Twitter, a Jeff Norman of Ridgewood, New Jersey, said he uh, he saw the news on Twitter and and he opined that we need pop tort reform. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. So all, all I will all I will say is this: that. Um, I never really considered whether or not there were actual strawberries in strawberry flavored pop tarts. I didn't. I, I frankly Bill didn't. Was strawberry flavored. Didn't know if there were if it was just flavoring, if it was actual strawberries. I didn't know what other ingredients were in there. But I have consumed huge quantities. Now it's been a few years for me, and I would not have been able to. Uh, produce the weight loss I have in the last six months if I had continued my Pop-Tart eating habits. Um, but I'll be honest with you, the first time I can recall eating like a real fresh strawberry, my thought was, this isn't as good as a strawberry Pop-Tart. Not even close. No. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, my name is Scott Ott. This is Right Angle. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching.